today on the Bill Kelly Show on 900 CHML. What's going on as far as uh, the homeless situation? There's tent encampments throughout the city. On one end, here's Paul Johnson from the city with his take. While it is on the surface of it, you know, something that could be fairly easily done. You just say, hey, here's an area where you can. The impact of that in a public property perspective, uh, you know, has so many tentacles to it, not the least of which are uh, funding, staffing, who's going to support that, and what other bylaws would be removed from that. Now, he's talking about uh, sanctioned space for encampments. Now, staff lawyer for the Hamilton Community Legal Clinic, Nadine Watson, said if you dismantle an encampment, the visual disappears, but you're going to have tents popping up in other areas. If you dismantle an encampment, the visual site of an encampment might disappear, but you'll just have individual tents popping up in other areas of the city, and that's exactly what's happening. Well, let's talk about that. Joining us uh, is uh, one of the people involved in this uh, conversation, the councillor, the esteemed councillor for Ward 2, uh, Mr. Jason Farr joins us. Mr. Farr, councillor, how are you, sir? Good morning, Ted Michaels. You know, week. Oh, you cut out there, Jason. Hi, are you there? Can you hear me? Yeah, Ted? yeah, we're good. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, yeah, thank you for uh, discussing this. I appreciate it. It's certainly a top of mind for me and a number of my residents. Now, there has been, of course, uh, the conversations of what to do about uh, some of the encampments, including uh, the one that was outside First Ontario Centre, of course, on York Boulevard. Now, part of that was set up uh, because of uh, the COVID situation and giving people basically a chance to go inside if they didn't have a place to go. But I understand you'd be getting a lot of of, uh, well, maybe not a lot of complaints, but you'll be getting some some people contacting you saying they're not too happy about that. Well, I, yeah, for sure there's a growing number, I'm sure, with the attention received on CHML today, the Hamilton Spectator, I'll be hearing from uh, more businesses and more residents uh, on the other side of the issue, notwithstanding the good work that certain uh, agencies are doing, and, and, and a lot of them are volunteers. Others are, uh, you know, uh, uh, professionals who are, are outreach uh, workers and have been for some time and have been working closely with our staff. But the reality is, uh, yeah, I think, um, you know, we we were ahead of the game uh, very early on in the COVID-19 crisis, and we opened up an NHL-sized hockey rink at First Ontario Centre, where it is still operating. And and uh, efficiently by our good friends at uh, Good Shepherd as a uh, men's uh, homeless shelter. There's still room in that shelter. However, it appears along York Street anyway, uh, with nine-tenths, my last count last night, that there are some individuals that would qualify to be indoors where all the facilities and the supports are, uh, prefer to sleep rough outdoors. And they're being supported, as I say, by a uh, uh, a couple of agencies in our city uh, where there's a, a, you know, that, that, that is not a sanctioned um, outdoor encampment facility. There are no sanctions by the city of Hamilton or council outdoor uh, encampments in the city. And, and there's a even bigger one uh, that's a growing concern along Ferguson Avenue between Cannon and Barton street counted 22 tents, maybe 23 now uh, there last night as well. So, so again, unsanctioned encampments, uh, they go against our current city policies, uh, notwithstanding we're obviously looking quite seriously at the issue, Ted. And in fact, today, um, looking at it seriously myself as uh, the elected official for the area where the issues uh, persist, I am talking to you from Kitchener-Waterloo, where just today, after a week's notice, they are dismantling an encampment here 
And it's a tale of two cities, really. From this spot, I'll be heading to London, where during the COVID-19 crisis, they're actually permitting, outside their downtown core, uh, two encampments, uh, at least uh, temporarily, not uh, not for all time. Well, Jason, obviously uh, you've heard from a lot of people who, uh, I guess, um, are not happy with this. You you as a city, you, you just can't go in and bulldoze these, these areas down without uh, uh, having some sort of other recourse for these people. And, and, and we've proven in the past that we're quite effective at that. I mean, McDonald High School was an issue early on, um, and, and we do it sensitively. We have, uh, with this encampment task force endorsed by council, uh, different protocols and, a, and an enormous amount of uh, support from both outside and inside city divisions. Um, obviously, each case is, is different. Uh, we have successfully navigated over 80 individuals that were living rough since the COVID-19 outbreak. We're going to successfully navigate more uh, i'm sure uh, as it stands right now though our focus is york street our focus is uh, ferguson and uh, certainly a growing number of concerns from uh, residents and business people that are nearby particularly but also those who pass by uh, have been sharing those concerns with my office and also staff so you know, it, it's uh, it's a very sensitive topic. It's one I, I, I you know, I seek to get, gain much better understanding uh, of. I, I really, truly, despite being on opposite ends on this particular issue uh, with the two organizations, Ham Smart and uh, Keeping Six, on this particular issue, I do appreciate and understand where they're coming from. Following my tour today of Kitchener, where one encampment is being dismantled, and then uh, my focus will be on London, Ontario, in about an hour's time or two hours' time, on how they manage uh, uh, permitted during the COVID-19 crisis encampments outside of their downtown, uh, I'll be even further educated. But I'm sensitive to it, as you've been reporting all morning, Ted, on CHML News. Uh, I I am keeping very much an open mind on on perhaps doing what London, Ontario has obviously done, uh, finding a location uh, that is more suitable, uh, that, you know, not everyone, but hopefully more than what we're seeing now in Hamilton can agree upon. I don't know where that location is, as you are also rightly uh, uh, reporting, but maybe after today's uh, um, you know, tour that I'm taking, I'm, I'm, I might get some ideas. Jason, uh, just before we do wrap up, I know uh, you're short of time this morning. I guess the obvious question is now, uh, we these people who, as you say, are living rough, who are living um, out, uh, 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 for example, outside First Ontario Centre or on Ferguson Avenue, what happens now, and this is uh, kind of a, you know, uh, a question that's out there, a rhetorical question, but what happens if you go to somebody and say, okay, we're going to uh, have you leave this area, but we do have a place for you to go. What happens if some people would say, you know what, I don't feel comfortable going there, I would much rather be on the street? Well, that's what they're saying, Ted. I mean, we do have opportunities. We've obviously uh, created opportunities for over 80 uh, folks living rough in our city since the COVID-19 crisis. This this issue is not, you know, exclusive to this crisis. We've done good work with our partners prior to the crisis. We'll continue to do good work during and after. But um, you are hearing that. There are those reasons that you've been reporting. Uh, one that I'm sure you especially uh, uh, very much appreciate. We have mental health issues. Uh, we have addictions issues. Um, we have, I guess, rules where, where, you know, shelters don't accommodate the kinds of lifestyles. Some of the folks who are living rough right now, who are receiving tent donations right now in our city, uh, have trouble with. And so it's their preference to be uh, on the street. And, and you know, 
we have to be sensitive to that. We have been sensitive to that. We have been successful in navigating them to whether it's hotel rooms, whether it's shelters that we've made up, and you know, NHL size arenas, whether it's expanded shelter services, uh, and other uh, resources that we've provided. Uh, you know, we, you know, for the most part, the story that maybe isn't being told is that for, for the most part, we have been successful at relocating sensitively those that are sleeping rough right now. It is really a location thing for me right now, Ted. We have right in the center of our city, in our downtown, two growing encampments. And with the growing encampments comes, unfortunately, growing concerns. So I'm hoping my tour today I can learn some things, speaking to some officials in both cities where they're taking two different approaches. One, the temporary encampments are permitted in London through the COVID-19 crisis and here in Kitchener right now, where a week ago they gave warning and in about a few minutes I'll be on site watching how sensitively they dismantle that site. That one is on private property, by the way, but both are located, uh, but but it is located in the core. All right, Councillor for War 2, Jason Farr, uh, that uh, Kitchener thing that you'll be keeping an eye on, that is very, very interesting. Perhaps at some point we'll be checking in with you to find out exactly how that was handled. Thank you for the update. Uh, have yourself a great day and get all that research done so you can report back and let us know what's going on. Anytime, Ted. Thanks. All right, that's Councillor Ward uh, for War 2, Jason Farr. The Bill Kelly Show, weekdays from 9 to noon on 900 CHML.